Hello. God, that was the quickest answer I've ever had in my life. G'day, uh, mate. I, I literally, I literally picked up the uh, iPhone to look at the time and 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 saw your number pop up. <laughs> there we are. How you going, mate? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. You're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, let's do it. Which is a weird question to say to you because that's been your life, rocking and rolling. Oh, rolling. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I look at we, we, you know, we remember you as a small dude that rocked. Now you're a big dude that rocked. Is that right? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I do my best. <laughs> hey, where do we start? Where's the beginning? I mean, it, you know, we all saw you so many times on Hey Hey It's Saturday as a kid, and then there was the dream of meeting Mark Knopfler. You know, that was how when how long ago was that? Oh, too long. I mean, I was seven years old. Seven. Yeah, I had I had no clue as to the magnitude and how epic um, those moments uh, would be and what they what they meant. I I didn't really understand what it truly meant until much later in life when I was reflecting on it as an adult. Really, yeah, time to sit back, reflect, look at some of the photos, and go, oh, that's me with that. Re- that's me with uh, Michael Jackson or this guy or <laughs> yeah, yeah Jimmy Barnes going, yeah, hey little fella, tear it up, and I'm standing on a stage in front of thousands. But yeah, it would have been weird, right? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was weird. But I think the fact that I didn't really truly understand who these artists were, like I knew who they were, but not yeah, you know, I was a kid, so I didn't get it. Meant that I wasn't walking around with starry eyes like i was able to learn from them and just experience the moment moments as they were yep uh, and they're all lessons that i carry with me till today i mean especially the early days uh with jimmy and diesel i feel like that really um consolidated my vision you know as far as what you know what i want to be doing yeah well, as a small kid, I mean, now people this day would be going, oh, my God, you met that guy. And you'd be like, yeah, but back then, man, I was stoked I just got free pizza backstage. I mean, as a, <laughs> I was a kid. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, absolutely. What is, so what did you, did you have? Did you have obviously had parents or some sort of a mentor around you because the rock and roll lifestyle for a seven-year-old or a ten-year-old? Yeah. Or, that must yeah, have been. Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was. It's quite a. Um, yeah, a contrast of lifestyles to be a kid, but in a in a situation like that. But my parents. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, if it wasn't for my parents, um, who knows what would have happened? Yeah. Um, yeah. They've, they always made a point of keeping the family together. My dad, bricklayer, uh, he paid for us all to be on the road together, even if the record company could only you know, pay for me plus one of them. He's like, no, we're not splitting up the family. We all, we all go together. And I think so traveling as a family, that's what helped to, to, to keep uh, myself yeah, grounded. Yeah. I'd say that and living in Southwest Sydney. <laughs> yeah, right. And if I said to you, I mean, I know you've, you've been gigging and you're doing stuff, and, but if I said, if, if I gave you the opportunity to what you would class as filling in the blanks, What's the part there that we've missed out on or maybe don't know Between about? then and now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, uh, you know, after I signed to Michael Jackson's label and I toured with B.B. King and, and you know, there's some incredible highs there. It was also, a, a you know, a, a momentum that had continued right from the age of seven into my teenage years. Yeah. And we hadn't really ever taken time to stop and for myself to kind of work out whether I wanted to keep doing this. So I, you know, I stepped away from it. But it also it was a weird time to go through that when you're, you know, you're going through puberty. Uh, mm. I wasn't particularly proud of my 
achievements. I didn't really get it. I was embarrassed by them. I didn't like the attention. And that affected my relationship with music uh, because I, I started to get a lot more up in my head rather than expressing myself as I, you know, like I was in my early days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I exper experimented with different bands and, and I learned how to, uh, I focused on my writing skills, my production skills and, and it was actually my, my old band, that Colin the Kings. That's when I, I had some mental health issues that took me away for about four years. And to be honest, I didn't think I'd, I'd return to music at all. I didn't, I didn't feel like I'd have the capacity to, to, to be up on stage. And, you know, the stage was ended up a place that, that was a major trigger of, of terror and fear for me. Wow. Um, and, uh, you know, I was an insomniac for a good, few years but that it's a dark time but it was a, a, a time where i learned a lot about myself mm. and they call it the, like they're all, the black dog yeah. you're saying like was it yeah i mean I, yeah there's lots of i suppose different mm. you know different labels attached to it but I, I i just think that eventually you know uh you know we're, we're all human you know you 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 live a certain way and and um whether it's you know thoughts, unhealthy thoughts, beliefs, feelings, yeah. disrespecting your sleep, and eventually it'll just catch up on you, and, yeah. and you just got to bit by bit chip away and work out what the causes are, and and that's what I did, and then I was you know kept facing my fears, and yeah. bit by bit I realised that a lot of my you know pretty much all of my struggles were just created in my own, in yeah. my own head, and, and uh, yeah now I'm. I'm feeling good touring and, and sharing a lot of those stories on stage in between my songs. and That's great. And, um, yeah, I didn't think I'd be doing it, but I am. <laughs> Do you, I had an interesting conversation with somebody once, and the question came up as really simple as, do you think that we as simple pieces of uh, flesh and bone are really meant to be famous? You know, do you think the human <laughs> is really meant to be put on a stage, bright lights, sing something, make us laugh, act or something, and you've got the weight of the world if it's an actor, you've got, you know, well, the whole production's on you uh, if you're a yeah. singer. It, like, you know, your people that have been doing it for years and years, and your Bonos and your, well, Michael Jackson right. did it for years. Are they a different breed of human or can they shut it out? Or how does, are we really meant to be famous? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very, very strange thing. Um, I mean, even just the act of performing and I, I feel like um, it's probably trivialised a little bit. Like, you know, when you, when you tour, you know, for the first time that you tour and, and as you get bigger as an artist, nobody is actually briefing you on what to expect, you yeah. know, what happens physically to you, what happens, you know, mentally, emotionally. I mean, you know, the amount of bands and I, I was, I was one back, back then where I was, I, I, I was used to busking in the street and then yeah. click of a finger, I'm playing in front of 10,000 people, walking yeah. out on a stage in front of 10,000 people. And I think, cause I experienced it, you know, in my early life, I probably, uh, uh, was, um, it, it went down the right way. But when you experience that later in life, when you've got all sorts of, you know, things are a bit more complicated emotionally and mentally, it's, uh, it's, it can be really, really tricky. And that there is a lot of, a lot of artists struggle with mental health on the road and, yep. and, uh, yeah, all you can do is just, just be mindful, um, and, uh, and learn. And those guys like, you know, your Bonos and, yeah. and, and the people who can do it, you know, have done it, you know, their whole lives. And, uh, I think they've just worked out 
uh, healthy ways. Yeah. Well, not all of them. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, yeah. You know, he- healthy ways to be able to sustain, sustain it. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, and that's my mission. I want to be doing this, you know, for, forever. And uh, the way that I was doing it before wasn't, it wasn't healthy. And I'm not, I'm not talking about substances. I never had a problem with substances. No. It was more just, a, yeah, emotionally, mentally, physically. I mean, I, I was lucky to be surrounded by some pretty awesome mentors like B.B. King. Yeah. You know, watching, he toured hard and yeah. he gave all, you know, on, on stage. Yeah. And, but there was something very, very grounded in the way that he did it. And I think that matters compared to, you know, when you're up, overly adrenalized and just exhausting yourself and you know that's not yeah yeah i mean amazing um someone that you know gets a guitar and gets a band together and they figure it out but i mean like you would have been you would have learnt from the best like disciplines uh or how to deal with certain things and um the music industry itself what a beast that is or how to how Mm. to do it uh wow (laughs) you know i felt yeah i felt yeah, actually, when I reflect on that, I'm I'm grateful that we we fell into the right hands. It definitely yeah. wasn't by choice. I mean, no. Jimmy Barnes, like when when I was on Hey Hey It's Saturday, Jimmy Barnes was on there, and he it, then he um, he got me signed because his wife had a label with Mushroom Records, and then I ended up on tour with him. Lucky that it was Jimmy Barnes and his team that we fell into the hands of because they were all good business people, they had good ethics, yep. and um, so we learnt from that. You know, versus other artist friends of mine uh, who, yeah, yeah. God, they were screwed lucky, over. And, lucky yeah. your break wasn't you met to Marilyn Manson on the Hey Had Saturday show and <laughs> then toured with him, you know. Yeah, who knows, yeah. yeah. So every, I mean, Michael Jackson's team, they're always really supportive of family values and, and uh, again, good business ethics. And uh, so, yeah, I felt like we got lucky. My, my or, or maybe my parents just had good, you know, intuition. Yeah. Well, look, that was the then. Let's talk about the now, the band that you're with. Who are you with at the moment? Is it? Did you say it was the guys you went back to? Or No, no. I um, Yeah, I've got a guitar player, Kenny Jewell, and um, I call uh, the other guy, um, Tommy Gunn. He's my Swiss Army knife because he plays lots of different things. And, and yeah, like my, my music at the moment, it definitely sits, uh, like it's got blues roots in there, but it, it kind of, um, expands outwards from it because it's. I felt like traditional blues didn't allow me to express wanted, what I wanted to express, and you know these songs that I've I've written and recorded and, and released, they're all, you know, a good portion of them came at a time where I wasn't intending to, to you know, uh, get back into the music industry. So yeah. uh, it was pure catharsis. You know, it wasn't there was no intentions. There was no all right, what should I, you know, write so it'll be on radio or, you know, so that, you know, it'll get playlisted or whatever. It was just like, this is how I feel right now. This is what I want to put together. If people hear it, whatever. But eventually they, they those songs ended up being a bit of a, a compass because I, I I would listen to them back going, wow, I, they can't just sit on a hard drive. Yeah. I've got to put this stuff yeah, out there. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. Um, and so that's what I'm doing. I mean, this whole show is... Uh, those songs and I, I string together just stories of my um, my journey and uh, then and now and yeah it's a it's a it's a good it's a great show yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. But speaking about the great show, uh, it's coming to town um, and you're doing like oh, yeah. a, a Western Australian tour. I see you can yeah, call it that. Yeah, yeah. 
three weeks um, in Western Australia. I haven't done this since I was a kid. And I have like some of my fondest memories of being on the road who have actually been doing this particular run. Although I've never been uh, this uh, far south before because this coming weekend we're going all the way down to doing a tour down towards Esperance. Yeah. And then we go shoot all the way up to you guys, yep. like Exmouth, Caratha, Broome. And Broome, uh, yeah, I've, I've played there twice when I was a kid. I okay. haven't been there since. And I, I forget the location. It was like sort of like on a – it was outdoors. It was like a – and it was on a big green um, like near a cliff. Um, that that would be views. probably the mangrove, I'd say. But yes, I th- that's – The mangrove? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounded familiar. And, yeah, great gig. Uh, and so I love Broome. It's, uh, yeah, very but much looking this one to. we've got you at the uh, Broome Civic Centre. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, we're at Broome Civic Centre, yeah, on the 19th. It, mate, I've got to tell you, like, everyone knows your name. I don't, it, you know, it's not yeah. even a famous name that someone gave you like Prince. But you say Nathan Cavalieri <laughs> and people go, yeah, yeah, I know him. Yeah. Like, it's, re- you know, I don't know. I think that oh. back in the in the hey, hey days or for, for many of those years, we all knew your name. It, it's like Australia loves you, but we've missed you. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, hey, was, it was a bit of a home for me. Because yeah. I'd go out and experience the, the world and... And and they'd want me back on to just share, yeah, yeah. You know, what I'd been up to, you know, and and whether it was touring locally or I'd go overseas. And I felt Daryl Summers, uh, yeah, reached out to me a while ago and just wanted to pass on all, all the footage. Yeah, and I'd been on there like fifteen times. Oh wow! You know, and uh, I didn't realize it; it just stacked up. But yeah. um, it still weirds me out that people um, remember me. Um, because I'm just me. And yeah, when, I don't know. Yeah. It's a memorable name, but we were always sort of cheering for you, going, well, this kid can play. Yeah. Um, can you – do you have a – because of all the people you, you met and all the f- wacky, crazy, famous people you met and stuff like that, do you have a story for us? I mean, like I recently heard, and it doesn't have to be to this level, that it was – it was um, – uh, Bruce Springsteen that at one point drunk tried to break into Elvis's house. Now, okay. I'm, not, I'm not asking about that sort of level, but do you have yeah, a yeah. weird... No, I've got one for you. I do. Right. Um, so um, uh, I was 12 years old and I got booked for a festival in Switzerland, in Zurich, yeah. uh, called Out in the Green. I'd just come from doing a tour of, you know, blues clubs in America. Yeah. And I look at the itinerary and they put me on main stage... Um, after Elton John what? and before Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. Oh, and what? Now, I didn't know who Page and Plant were. I was <laughs> I was young. I didn't know. I knew, you know, kind of who Elton John was. So I'm side of stage and I'm watching Elton John and 60,000 people. It's a huge festival and he's got them absolutely pumping. And I'm just this little 12-year-old blues guitarist. Uh. And I, you know, I, I freaked out. I'm like, Dad, I can't go on after that. No way. And... Anyway, we worked through it. I got on stage, great response, and there were these um, three older guys on the right. Um, three older me. guys. <laughs> and I, um, I knew one of them was George Thorogood, right? <laughs> and um, and then, but I didn't know who the other two were. And then I, I got off stage, and this um, one of them comes up to me and says, "Oh, that was great, you know, yada yada yada. Do you have a CD? Can you sign it?" So I walk over to my parents and I'm like, oh, that, um, I'll go over there once a, um, a signed CD. And they just froze. And they pointed at what, that guy there with the black hair. And I said, yeah, that's Jimmy Page. Oh and I said, goodness. who's Jimmy Page? And I'm, they're yeah. like, oh, 
<laughs> you need to stick around and watch this show. You're going to get an education. Oh, yes. And it was, yeah, it was Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. They were, uh, and I had no idea. <laughs> wow. Like, like everybody that ever loves music would have loved to tell their mates at a barbecue, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I saw them live. That's the thing to say. I saw them live. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, I've even to this day still told people that I had to go to a um, a large stadium, but I, I, I laid on top of a, a Coca-Cola van to see Michael Jackson from a distance. You know, I saw oh, yeah, yeah. that person live. Um, <laughs> but you were there, you saw it side of stage, and they're saying to you, hey, man, that was great. Can I get – I mean, that's yeah. it. I wow. don't know why. Are you ever singing another note? I'd retire on that. I'd be yeah, on a beach. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. it. Get me a bottle of Bacardi. I'm going. That's, I don't need to do anything else. I can dine yeah, out on that story um, for the rest of my life. Yeah, I know. And, you know, to be honest, it's it's a blessing, but it can be cursed because it's um, – and now th- these days it's a blessing because I get a lot of inspiration from it. But for a long time it was like, God, yeah, it kind of had – felt like I'd fallen from this mountain and I have to work my way all the way back to the top again. Yeah. You know, you got to – and most artists go through it, especially, you know, those who have kind of had a couple of different lifetimes is that you got to – and you got to eat humble pie, yep. you know. Like you can have these incredibly high moments. I mean, even yeah. on the tour at the moment, we've got gigs that are, are selling really well and it's great and then, and then you'll get one gig where there'll be like, you know, eight people and, and – <laughs> You know, and 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 it's. I used to think it was me, but I've I've been to other artist gigs who would pull, you know, five six hundred people, and yeah. and and it's, it's just an off gig, and you got to just yeah. every now and then you got to eat a crap sandwich. But <laughs> you you don't call those uh, not a success. They're just called, hey guys, we're having a jam night. Uh, yes, exactly. So, yeah. Wow. Well, mate, listen, I uh, I've had it a great time chatting to you, and and uh, it's like I'll apologise in advance because if you know you've got your people that said we've got a restricted amount of time, we've gone over that. But you know what? Oh, that's okay. All good, bro. You yeah. never you're going to run into this a lot because you're never going to run into a short interview for people that care because it's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. as soon as I heard your name come up, I was like, I've got to have a chat today. How am I going to put this into five or six <laughs> minutes? Because we want to know the story, yeah. you know. Well, it's funny you should say that because they, the producers said the same thing um, with ABC's Australian Story yep. episode they did on me. They just said, we don't know how we can fit this into yeah. our half an hour. This is this is a feature length. Yes. Um, but it's, yeah, again, weirds me out because it's just, I'm just living my life, but I um, I can sort of get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, mate, listen, uh, everybody must get out there and see you do your thing in Broome. Um, I'll uh, I'll tell you once again, it is the 19th of March, just around the corner. It's, it's, it's close. Yeah. And uh, I guess go to or Google uh, Broome Civic Centre and uh, you can grab your tickets for that one and don't miss out, mate. I'll be there. I uh, yeah. can't wait to see you. Once I said, again, I've got to go back to it, a little dude that rocked, now he's a big dude that rocked. You can put that on the poster. <laughs> you can put that on the poster. Hey, mate. Um, Thank you so much for the chat, and uh, yeah, we'll obviously put that on our podcast, which is on Listener L I S T N R. Thanks for having a chat to us, mate, and go good. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate the time. Thank you, mate. No Take worries. Care. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Bye. Bye.